Hello, everybody, and we are live. We are here. We got, of course, G. Randall Johnson. I can't even do your intro right. And, of course, the beautiful <laughs> me, because I'm always here. Uh, <laughs> and we are excited. I know. I had to. But I am excited. Uh, we have, you can see her, we have Shireen joining us. You may have noticed her before on our beer garden show. As the host of that, Shireen, welcome to our show. Yeah, hi, Sarah. Hi, Randy. Uh, good morning, everyone. It is the morning time in Hong Kong right now. I'm happy to be here. Uh, actually, I work as a horse racing commentator and a newspaper editor in Hong Kong. And I also have my YouTube channel to uh, talk about Hong Kong and overseas racing. Uh, Sarah just said that uh, we have the beer garden show with Sarah and Joe from the state and Steve from the UK previewing the races. And sometimes we also invite jockeys to chat with us. It is really fun and I enjoy it very much. You know, we are from different countries and we are in different time zones, but uh, we are always together to talk about horse racing because uh, all of us maybe uh, just uh, sleep very less and we are always awake to watch the racing life. So I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure to uh, share my picks uh, for the stick races on Saturday. Thank you. Absolutely. There you go. And that's what it is. Yeah. Listen, horse racing brings the world together. Um, yeah. And that's really what it does. It does. Because it's still horses. I don't think horses know what nationality they are. They're just running around in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we should be more like horses. We should be just running in circles. <laughs> um, and you know, a couple last week on our uh, South Africa show for Beer Garden, Shireen had mentioned really that horse racing is a universal language that you know joins all of us from around the world together. And I think it's it's beyond true. Um, it's something that we can all get together. And so it's it's really, really great to see everybody from all around the world watching us. And, and we're going into Gulfstream. We have five stakes races. We're coming off of a crazy weekend at Gulfstream, coming off of the Pegasus, um, which was just insane. Uh, but we got five stakes races still. We have a Derby prep and a Kentucky Oaks prep on this card. So it's going to be a tough one, I think. Mm. Yeah, Gulfstream is always a tough track to handicap sometimes. Different kind of track, a lot tighter turns. Um, turf course is the turf course there. It's a small track. Uh, you know, when they run like a mile and an eighth or a mile, yeah, a mile and an eighth, you know, they're hitting the turn right away. Um, it's a different kind of track. So we'll see. Yep. And for everybody, um, a link to Shereen's YouTube is in the description of our YouTube video, so you can click on that. Um, but let's get right into it. The first stakes race starts off in race five, which is the grade three swale stakes. Pretty cool. Seven furlongs on the dirt, $100,000 for three-year-olds. Randy, do you want to kick us off? Absolutely. Um, I will go right away, and I'm just going to go single. I'm going single right off the bat here. Um, I'm, I guess it's not a sequence. It's not a single. But I'm going to give you one horse here. And it's in dreams, the five. I know it's five to two. I get it. Ortiz Cox, come on. Um, this horse exits it's a race if you look at it. And I obviously know this horse chasing time because it's a my racehorse horse. Um, chasing time came back and won. And I think Magnolia uh Midnight came back and won. So you're looking at a horse on an upswing. It's gonna play catch me if you can. Cox, good with removing the Lasix. It's been a pretty good fact here. So just give me the five. It's going to run away, and let's see if anybody can catch him. I mean, maybe the one. I think it's two-horse race, but I'm going with the five. Well, 
Um, I think Randy stole my notes again because I am as well singling the five here. Um, I, he kind of covered a lot of what I already said. He's, you know, he says stretching out. He's not going to be a problem. I mean, this horse just wins. He wins in the mud. He wins on a fast track. He's coming. He's going to come to Gulfstream and hopefully win as well. It's a nice short field for, for this horse as well. So I don't know what more is left to say about the five because you, I think you stole my notes. I did not see any notes. <laughs> Shout out to Joe. I see him out there. Joe, a friend of the show. Um, here with Shovel Clowns. Uh, in a way, that Joe is actually a friend of the Beer Garden Show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Shireen, who do you have in this race? Um, actually, in this race, I also go for the five in dreams because uh, I just uh, see that his previous two victories uh, at Churchill Downs and Auckland Park, uh, he was a really, really strong horse. He was leading all the way and then the winning margin is quite big actually. And I think that this horse is really impressive to me. Uh, so this time he will be going to the Gulfstream Park for the first time and I'm still looking forward to him and just catch me as if, if you can for In Dreams the Five. I like him very much. Wow, we're all over the five here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We talked before the show, all of us. It's going to be a nice, quick, easy show. Yeah. So we're going with the five. All, all of us. us. All of us are singling the five, which I think is a really great choice here. And I think Shireen put it right. It could be a catch-me-if-you-can kind of race for this horse. Yes. Well, let's go to race seven, where we have the grade three Kitten Joy stake. It is a mile 16th on the, on the turf. This is for $100,000 for three-year-olds. Randy, who do you like here? Um, I'm one of the horse that I don't understand the odds on, quite honestly. Yeah. And when I usually say that, it's, it's you know, this horse should be bet down. Um, is the six, Royal Spirit. Uh, I, I'm not I don't sure understand the odds on, quite honestly. Yeah. And when I usually say <laughs> What was that? I don't know. What was that? Was that a ghost or something? That was crazy. The ghost of you. Um, yeah. Oh, really? oh my God. <laughs> It's haunting you. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah not sure um, why it's five to one. Uh, put, I mean, this is the, you know, the Petra team, Paco Lopez here. Um, you have a Petra team with the one, and uh, you know how I feel about that. And I think the six will be sent because of that, because the one, I think, has more off-pace um, speed. So I think the six is going to be forward replaced here. And this horse ran a huge number last out, a one away compared to on our – Time for numbers bigger than anyone else's, I believe, in this field. Yeah. So five to one, give me this horse all day. And I'll also play the two. Coinage. I think this horse is, talk about the leader, this horse should be the leader. Um, I like how his numbers are on an incline. Uh, the layoff doesn't really bother me that much with uh, Marcas. And, uh, and this is another catch me if you can kind of horse. So I'm going to go with a little bit of prices here, and I'm not. I'm going to throw out the chalks, and I'm going to go two six. Two six. I had a tough, tough time. Um, I like the two a lot, um, and of course, we all remember that last race he ran in that Breeders' Cup that really disappointed quite a, quite. A, I would say really everybody. Um, but uh, I didn't want to go too too deep, so I only went two horses in this race, um, and I took the one Grand Sonata at three to one here. He's tried out this distance at Aqueduct with really just kind of a bad start. And then they put this horse on rest. But I, I think as, if Tyler can get him out of the gate as quickly as he can, he's going to – I I really see him kind of just sit in a good mid-pack and really – if he – I think what's best for Tyler to do is the performance this horse had, had at Keeneland uh, the end of last year. If he could just repeat that, 
He knows how to get this horse out of the gate and knows how to really drive this horse. If he can do that again here at Gulfstream on the turf, it could be an unbelievable performance by the one. I also took the eight here, Red Dragon at seven to two with Julian LeBrode aboard. So he's tried this distance before at, at Keeneland and just, I mean, had a rough race, really. I mean, he was bumped around. He was just tossed around, but ended up coming in fourth, really close margins by two lengths. So, I mean, when you're kind of getting tossed around the track and you can still put up that good of a fight, I think I'm going to try him out again. Um, you know, they they tried him at dirt. He did pretty decent. Then they brought him to Gulfstream and tried him out at seven and a half furlongs where he did uh, get the win and hasn't raced since beginning of December. Um, so I'm going to try him out. I think he's going to be a really good competitor to sit off the two here. Um, he's just going to chase the pace. And I think he has the strength to clip. And as AJ would say, that's Red Danger. Red Danger, yeah. That's Red Danger. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to AJ. Um, oh. Red Danger. Yeah. Um, all right. Red I wasn't keen on Red Danger that much because Why? I just didn't like his number. I mean, I feel yeah. like he's flat a little bit. And he's got a clear, I don't know. I don't know. He probably will win. But anyway. <laughs> yes. All right, Shireen, who do you like here? Yeah, I, I also have some similar selections as uh, Randy and Sarah, but I saw some there are some Hong Kong racing fans are now in the chat room. So good morning, everyone. Yeah, good morning. It's kind of funny. Morning. Yeah. yeah, I know actually it is the night time in the day, but I think it's morning time in Hong Kong. Happy to be here. Happy to see you guys. And uh, for me, I also like uh, the one and the two, maybe. Uh, my first pick will be the two, Cornish, because uh, actually last time out in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf was a bit disappointing. Uh, but before that, uh, he's already a uh, Group 3 winner. So I think that he has the class here in a Group 3 race. So returning back to this uh, race at Gulfstream, I hope that he can uh, bounce back for... Uh, like just like uh, his previous winner in the group three at uh, Saratoga. So I will be looking forward to the two Cornish. And I also I will go for number one, Grand Santona, because last time out uh, on the New Year Day at Gulfstream, uh, he raced over a um, turf race, uh, which is a listed race over a mile. And it was quite impressive to me because he actually uh, break out slowly he jumps slowly but uh he can show a really really good turn of foot to win it although the margin is uh just a hat but uh it showed that this horse is really honest so i think that uh the one grand santana will also have some good performance on saturday there you go and, and this is why th this is why i love it because we can learn from yeah. each other and i learned i learned the group thing from you here it's grade not group oh grade, grade three. three yeah it's yeah. grade three i know it's like it's kind of like you know what Joe final grade in school was grade three <laughs> before he quit. It's funny because it is, but that, but that's the cool part. Cause we learned that like you guys have taught me like barriers and things like that and stuff like that. Mm, like, yeah. yeah. We're grades here. Your groups there, right? Mm -hmm. We're grades here. But yeah. So it's oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learn new things every day. I try. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. So Shireen is going one, two, and that's uh, race seven. So let's jump to race eight, where we have the grade three forward gal stakes. This is seven furlongs on the dirt, $100,000. And this is for Phillies. Who do you like here? Uh, I'm going to be a homer right now yeah. for a guy you saw on a couple weeks ago. And uh, Romero Mirage. That's right. A member of the fan. Tech family. Why wow, you took that horse too? Didn't <laughs> take that horse. Um, I really like that horse, Diamond Val. Yeah. Um, the seven 
I like the cut back to the dirt. I think he could sit close to the lead. Um, I, I just, I mean, I like the move. I'm not that worried about ran some good, very good works. Uh, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with the time off. Uh, give me the seven here at a price. I don't think he's going to be played a lot, honestly. Um, I'm also going to talk about the six. Uh, Girl with a dream. This is one that could sit also very close to the lead. Um, this horse is always solid. Um, always gives you a good race, especially recently. Uh, Saez and Cox, probably not play him. And also I'm going to play the five. So I'm going to play three outside horses, basically. Radio days just might be the real deal. I don't know. But, I mean, maybe this horse is just the real deal. So I can't not say anything about that horse. I'm just going to go five, six, seven. Five, six, seven. All right, yeah. We're going to see a lot of actual um... – Horses coming in after some time off. You see that quite a bit on this card as we're getting these three-year-olds that haven't raced yet this year. Um, but Serena Tick 567. I am on the seven as well. Um, <laughs> Diamond Wow. I was kind of surprised about you taking that horse. But like I said, he always steals my notes, so I should never be surprised. He was on our show. The jockey was on our show last week. How did you take him? I That's mean... True. That's true. He's a great guy. He had a great nice win, kid, I think, yeah. earlier this week. So he's he's off to a great start at Gulfstream. Really nice kid. Um, definitely check him out. But, and speaking of Fantac, our Fantac link is in the chat so you can purchase some Triple Clowns merchandise. We have a secondary drop coming out soon with some more great stuff. But back to the races and race eight. I Like I said, I'm on the seven as well. Uh, seven as well. Diamond Wow. Hard, hard to as say. As well, right? Diamond Well. Ooh, all right. <laughs> but he's had some really decent workouts and, you know, he's just, he's consistent at Gulfstream. So it was really hard for me not to take this horse. I think he's going to perform um, extremely well coming back to the, to the dirt here at Gulfstream. Um, but I did take the two as well. Gratitude with at five to one. We got our rad aboard. I rad and Pletcher. Tough combination. Um, I think I like this horse is really going to stock the pace here. It has great number, great dirt numbers, really. Um, but hasn't raced, uh, another horse coming off of a layoff, hasn't raced since December 19th, where this horse won by two and three quarters of a length, an unbelievable race there, and then coming in off a bullet workout. So this horse is is seeming like he's ready to go. He's in good form and going to hit this track pretty solid. And I think it kind of says something that they're dropping this horse right into a grade three race. So taking my chances here with the two. So I'm doing two, seven. Two seven. All right, and everybody out there in the chat, we do see we have some more of uh, of our good morning folks out there. So um, it's great to play. see you. And if we ever say anything, or I do especially, um, and you don't understand what I said because that does happen, just ask in the chat. I'll explain it to you. I'll tell you what I meant, or I'll make something up that'll sound <laughs> real. But 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 for real, um, if if we say something, because this is kind of like the cross, whatever. I say something that someone doesn't understand. If, whether it be a bullet workout, I don't know um, if that's there, uh, whatever it might be. Um, just yeah. ask, and we'll tell you. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, Shereen, who do you like here in race eight? 
Yeah, uh, here I also have some similar selections. Uh, uh, my best bet, maybe my best bet for on Sunday will be the five radio days. Uh, because I uh, saw that her sire, the gun runner, is a really great gun runner. Yeah. Gun runner yeah, yeah. And when he become a stallion, he is a really good sire. And radio days is unbeaten, two from two over six to seven furlongs. And first time coming to Gulfstream on Saturday, I'm quite looking forward to him because uh, to her because the previous two victories are. Uh, were both really, really eye-catching. And I hope that when she turned three year old, she can still keep her form. So five radios day will be my first choice and maybe my best bet as well. And I also like the seven diamond wow, because uh, you just said that uh, uh, she has really good form at Gulfstream, two from two. And then this time returning back to her favorite track. And I think that she will bounce back. And also I will go for the two gratitude. Last time out over this course and distance, uh, he uh, she was the maiden winner. Quite impressive, quite impressive. And she also have some good speed and uh, winning by uh, more than two lanes. So this time racing in a grade three on Saturday, I will also be keen on her. So in this race, I will go for the five, seven, and two. Five, seven, two, heavy like, on the five though. Could be yes. the best play of the day. All you right. too are, yeah. Well, oh, it's her best bet, but I, yeah, I, I faded the five taking my chances, but I, I feel like at this point, I know, I feel like at this point it's going <laughs> to kick me in the butt, but we're on the seven, um, and Shereen and I are both on the two. So let's go to the next stakes race, which comes in at race 10, uh, which is the grade three Swedish chant, mile 16th on the turf, $100,000, this is for Phillies three-year-olds. Randy, who are you taking here? Well, I'll start out with the one. I really like the one a lot. Last race in the grade two, uh, was that Demoiselle? Did I say that? I guess something like that. Um, Demoiselle. Uh, was a really, really good race. Uh, it was a lot of good, uh, big, big hitters there. I think this, this horse makes a big jump up. You see a couple races and you see him go a little bit. But I think this horse makes a big jump up. I think expect things out of this horse with the one. Uh, and the other horse I'll really talk about is a 15 to one shot. And this is roughly a diamond. Uh, second off a bit of a layoff, not a huge one, after being eased in the stretch. So obviously something was there. Uh, throw a line through that race. But this horse has really good numbers if you look at that. If you throw a line through that race, you look at a 92 and then a 96. Likes the turf, can run this distance. I, I don't see the 15 to 1. I don't understand it at all. Um, and this horse beat the 4 to 1 shot as a maiden, Ocean Safari. Uh, I mean, I know it's a long time ago. It's a shorter race, but 15 to 1, 4 to 1. I, yeah, come on, they're still young, these horses. So you got you got to give me this horse at 15 to 1. So I really like the one, but I'll take the three with a flyer as well at 15 to 1. I know some great odds you're going to get there on that three. Um, I went too deep as well and start out. I did the 10, Hal's Dream at 10 to 1. Um, another horse hasn't raced since the end of November at Churchill, where he just kind of had a really dismal race. I probably tossed that race. He got bumped. He just did not do well throughout the entire thing. Uh, but he did take well to the turf at Keeneland, um, showing really good form and getting a great win with uh, Brian and the irons and we have brian back on the irons here as well um plus you have brian and kenny peak another jockey trainer combination that is very very solid um but i also think this is another horse that it's 
there's something to this horse if having such a dismal race in the grade two golden pal but they come back and throw this horse straight in to a grade three after such a long layoff um but i also like the six here ocean safari which i think is another great horse four to one stretching out and really should just sit mid mid pack here he had a close second place finish um and the ginger brew stakes you know lee had it was tough down the stress and showed really really great form there um so it's interesting to see how this horse is going to perform again at a grade three level but you got uh jose or castellano there i think it's going to be a really tough race there i feel like there was kind of a lot you could choose from here mm. um not only is the field side rather large at 10 horses but there's a lot of talent i i feel like in this race yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I mean, listen, I just bet a horse to three that got beat by 74 and three quarters months. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. My 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 Hal's dream just got beat by 28 and a half. So it's not 74 and three quarters. No, it's not. He was easy. Like, yeah, that, that doesn't count. I can't believe they put the number in there. That's so weird. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right, Shireen, who do you like here? Yeah, in this race, I think that uh, it is quite open. I like two horses here. That uh, my first pick will be the Sex Ocean Safari because I quite like uh, her form at Gulfstream. I think that if she's not gonna win, he, she will be in second or third. Uh, because last time uh, over this course and distance, uh, she finished with a quite a solid second. It was quite impressive to me. And this time, I will be also looking forward to her. And for the four ambitious, last time out, he uh, she break her maiden tag as the same discourse and distance it was quite impressive because uh she has some good turn of foot so maybe uh on saturday she will can uh stay in a good position and i'm looking forward to her to chase well again after winning a maiden and then upgrade to this grade three and maybe she has the potential to do it so here i like the six ocean safari and four ambitious all right nice we're covering like some that. bases in that one. Yeah, right? we got some yeah. good coverage. It's quite a, well, I'll say it's a deep field, but it's, we're used to saying Anita where it's, they're never deep fields. But, mm -hmm. but let's go to the final stakes race of the car. This is a Kentucky Derby prep race. We got the grade three Holy Bowl. The mile 16th on the dirt for $250,000. This is uh, for three-year-olds. Randy, who are you taking here? Um, I'm going to go um with a little bit of a, a shot here right away and i'm gonna go with the eight white abario um i like the improvement i think this horse has ran against some big hitters let's look at that let's not just because he ran third i mean smile happy might be one of the favorites in the derby at this point um classic causeway obviously right up there too gotta be my two top five guys we'll see um so why not this horse is just getting better it's a thing when they're three years old, it's it's something. And you know, who knows if these horses, some of them are even actually three, if they're early foals or not. Um, but so anyway, I like that one, and, and I gotta go with the two. Mo Donegal, how do you say that? Donegal? Donegal? Yeah, Mo Donegal. Um, this horse, I mean, once again, these two-year-olds that like a dog fight, you know, when they get in the stretch and they fight with each other. Um, and they dig and they do it. They tend to start separating themselves a little bit when they get older, but you know, they're interested because that's the thing about two year olds and three year olds. A lot of times we don't know how interested they are in being a great racehorse. Sometimes they just want to run around the track. 
This horse is kind of prove that this horse wants to win and he wants to run. So I think this is just a tough horse. Can't leave him out. So I'm going to go 2-8. Two 2-8, eight. Two eight, yeah. I think I think uh, the 2 is an extremely tough horse. I I struggled with, with this field, um, with this 2, of, of playing him or not, but I decided not to. Um, I did play the 6, though. I like the 6. Tis the bomb. Um, coming off of that that tough race that that was the juvenile turf um and like i had mentioned as we all saw the, the i think the most disappointing race of the breeders cup card um with how that was run but we got brian stay, staying on this horse a really incredible record here i mean he he's won the bourbon the grade 2 bourbon at keeneland he came to delmar and tried out our turf now he's going back to dirt which he hasn't done since he ran Ellis Park in July, in which he just destroyed that field by 14 and a quarter lengths. Bad number, though. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, but really, it was his second time out, so I'll give him that. But if he can, if he can translate that performance, still coming back to the dirt, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to have a, a great performance out of him. And then I also took the nine giant game at seven to two with Louis Saez. Incredible dirt numbers, really. Last time out. Uh, he went against, well, tough company in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. He got third to Corniche and Papacap. And Corniche, we haven't seen run again yet, but Papacap, we just saw run and get a third-place finish. Um, I do see this horse really sitting closer to the lead um, and just kind of, you know, I could see the 6-9 sitting side-by-side and just really chasing the pace here, waiting for possibly the four who might lead the field um, to fade. And and we'll see. So six nine are my picks here. Six nine. Six okay. nine. Yeah, Shireen, who do you like? Ooh. Yeah, in this race, I will be quite greedy. I like four horses here, including the six and nine. For the six, uh, Taste the Bomb, last time out over the uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, he uh, he ran a very solid second. And this time, going back to the dirt, I think that he can also handle this uh, surface. And for the nine giant game, uh, uh, this time the jockey will be uh, uh, make me feel more confident. The Luisa is will take the ride for the first time, and I will be looking forward to him as well. And apart from the six and nine, and I will also go for number eight, Wise Avario, because last time out, uh, he, uh, he raced at the Churchill Downs uh, in the Grade Two Kentucky Jockey Club Stakes. He finished with a solid second. And this time going back to Gulfstream, where he has a really uh, consistent form too from two here, I will be looking forward to him. And also there will be one more horse I will be keep my eye on him. That will be the four, Simplification. I think that uh, he can. He is quite a course and distance uh, specialist. Last time out on the New Year Day, he raced over the uh, third listed race over a mile. And he lead and win by four lengths. And it was quite impressive for me. So I will also be looking forward to him number four simplification so i'm greedy here i like four horses including number six number nine number eight and number four perfect All yeah right, nice and speaking easy. of new year isn't it it's happy new year right yes. happy new year yeah yeah happy new year um yeah. All right. yeah this is you know these these two this is a tough one for us this derby trail is is it's kind of starts separating horses a little bit but they're coming from everywhere. They're going against each other, and we just don't know a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, there's some we've know. seen have an incredible two-year-old career, and then they come in, and they're 
their beginning of the three-year-old career is just a bit dismal. Most of them. Um, yeah. And so seeing these races so early in the preps are a little bit tough. Um, cause we're just like, well, he did great, you know, come and closing out his two-year-old career. You would assume he's going to continue, but, um, it's, it's not as common as people think, but we are about to get into the teeth of the Derby preps where we have our bigger number prep races coming in. So it is getting a bit exciting. Well, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing about me, just to bring up the tis the bomb in this race is how many times have we seen that? Like, I think this horse is a turf horse, you know what I mean? But you know, you want to try for the Derby. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you know, and then there's probably out there, uh, maybe I'm sure D West could probably tell me if he's still listening. <laughs> um, you know, how's that happened where, where a horse tried the turf was good on it. Then they said, well, I want to go for the Derby because this horse is fast. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the dirt. And you know, it worked. I don't know. Um, I just think his bonds gonna be a very good turf horse. Uh, we'll see though. I mean, he, he could be a good, both. Dirt horse, but yeah. I think it'd be like awesome. He's more, horse. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they usually know more than I do a little bit. The trainers, sometimes. <laughs> you think? Sometimes. You think? Or you think Kenny McPete might know a little bit more than you? Lip, uh, maybe a smidgen. I mean, he only had like Swiss skydiver. He's older or anything. Than that's but... fine. If I was his age, I would. You know, um, laying hot ride Charlie in Dubai tomorrow. I don't even know what that means. Laying. I don't know, Joe. Ha Rod Charlie. Uh, That's yeah, our friend Joe Rod. from Away They Joe, by and the way. And from Beer Garden. So, Beer yeah, Garden. he's in the chat. Um, <laughs> friend of the show. Um, friend of the show. Um, but, yeah, Ha Rod Charlie isn't in Dubai because we got Dubai coming up but later this month, I think, on the 26th. Um, yeah, so let's talk about it before we go. We'll, yeah. we'll, do, we'll, do, the, we'll do our recap real quick, and then you tell us what's yeah. going on. Let's recap our stakes races. So, as I said, there were five stakes races on Gulfstream's card. For Saturday, starting with race five, where Randy, both Randy, Shireen, um, well, all three of us, Randy, Shireen, and myself all singled the five here. In race seven, uh, in the grade three Kittens Joy, Randy has the two, six. Shireen has the one, two, and I have the one, eight. In race eight, the grade three forward gal, which is a Kentucky Oaks prep. Randy has the five, six, seven. Shireen has the two, five, seven. And the five will be your best bet for the card. And I have the two, seven. Race 10, the grade three Swedish chant. Swedish chant. Ooh, having a tough time speaking today, but we got. Swedish chant. They used to call me in high school. Oh, please. No, they didn't. <laughs> Anyways, Randy had the one, three. Shireen had the four, six. And I had the six, 10. And the final uh, stakes race of the card, race 11, is the Holy Bowl, which is a Kentucky Derby prep. We got Randy at the two, eight. Shireen has the four, six, eight, nine, and I have the six, nine. And of course, as always, uh, we're going to put up a graphic on our Twitter early Saturday morning. Um, so this will all be summarized. Um, and it's awesome to see all these great new faces in the chat. So make sure you guys like or, uh, hit the like and subscribe button um, as we do a, a bunch of great Yeah, we do a lot of stuff too that's like, just like history about horse racing in America. Which is really cool, and and we just did one about uh, a horse that you guys know well, and it was Sunday Silence. You guys know Sunday Silence as a sire. We did one about Sunday Silence. We did a time machine, we call it, about his rivalry um, back in 1988, I think, or 88. Yeah, yeah. So we do a lot of fun stuff like that. So if you're watching in American horse racing, we do do a lot of fun stuff like that as well as just picks. Uh, Shereen, what, what's going on with you? Where can they follow you? Our, our people. And everything like that. 
Yeah, that's cool. And also maybe as on Saturday, we have to set the alarm to wake up in the early morning in Hong Kong to watch the stake races at the Gulf Stream. I think that the card is are really interesting. I'm quite looking forward to that. It will yeah, be really quite good. early. Yeah, let's see. Um, race, well, let's see. Race one is, host time is, hold on, my computer's just a tad slow right now, um, is 12 p.m. Eastern time. So that's Sunday morning for you, right? Sunday morning. Okay, maybe, yeah. Sunday morning, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm like <laughs> yeah, behind cool. ahead. I know it's at the same time. Yeah, right. cool. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be quite uh, quite early day for those in Hong Kong who are going to be playing um, the Gulfstream Park. But at least the, the stakes really don't start until race five, so maybe you can sleep in a little bit. Race five, post time is 157. PM Eastern, and I'm actually going to Google that to see what it is in Hong Kong time. You're doing that right now? Yeah. Oh, you know how to do it. Okay, yeah. Everybody's waiting on bated breath. Uh, but before, so where can they go? It'll be 2.57 a.m. on Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, to catch race five. <laughs> yeah, that's a good time for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm convinced yeah. Shireen never sleeps. Shireen, yeah, very less, very less. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Well, plus, we have what Happy Valley coming up this weekend. But Shireen, tell us everybody what's going on on your end. What What do you have coming up? Yeah, because in uh, the Chinese New Year, because now currently in Hong Kong, there is quite a kind of lockdown here. So we just gather with our families to have some uh, enjoyable dinner with them. And maybe we in Hong Kong, we also like gambling and we also like playing mahjong with my families. Do you like? Do you know how to play the mahjong? No, I've, have you ever played at? Did you ever play it at the casino? I I know the game. I've never. I know, I've watched oh. them play at the casinos, but I have no idea how to yeah. play. Oh, that is really funny. Maybe uh, we can play together soon. I can, I can teach you. Yeah, that would be, be cool. That'd be cool. I would love that. Joe wants to see us, you and I, play the liars game. It's yeah, fun. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that would be fun. But no. Um, uh, yes, and of course, Happy New Year's to everybody out there. Thank you. Um, Absolutely, and follow these guys in the, the beer garden, right? And Shireen, you do another show. And everything, right? Well, Shireen does everything for yeah. horse racing in Hong Kong. Shireen basically, yeah. I think, is the face of Hong Kong horse racing. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. Because I really like, uh, enjoy doing my job. And I work as a commentator and a newspaper editor as well. And because I really enjoy about it. So I do several jobs and all of them are related to horse racing. That's my dream job, actually. Really happy. I think Shireen just made everybody jealous right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but no, it's, it's great. So definitely check her out on Twitter. I put her Twitter in the chat um, and also in the description on our YouTube. You'll find all the information on how to track Shireen down and definitely follow her on Instagram as well because I stock Shireen for the food pictures. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like eating, eating, eating. But uh, maybe it is time to keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I loved the picture of the hot pot, which I already messaged you about. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yes, happy New Year's to everybody in, in Hong Kong. Um, make sure you, you catch Beer Gardens coming out with a Happy Valley show uh, for this weekend. And of course, for us, we have a, you know, make sure you check out our weekly show we put out this week where we had Rachel McLaughlin from Indiana Grand 
come on our show and we had really great discussions. Um, she's such a force of nature, I believe, for the horse racing industry here in the States. So it was great to have her on our show. We played a pretty fun game um, and we have a lot coming up. Really, Randy and I just sat down recently with the calendar and mapped out everything throughout the Belmont. So buckle up because we got a lot coming your way, really. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Very interesting. Um, yeah, and yeah, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank, yeah, you, thank you, Dream, for being here. Hopefully we can do this again, and maybe we can do yeah. something where we can get some of our people and, like, me and, like, Tom or AJ, and then you bring some people over and we'll do – we have to handicap your track and you have to handicap our track and we'll see how that oh, goes. Yeah. That would be, that would be fun. Like, yeah, sure. Sure. Thank you. That would be fun. I yeah. think that's great. Well, good luck to everybody this weekend, uh, whether you're playing in the States or overseas and we'll see you later.